Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to a very, very special episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. How special is it, Julie? Very, very. <gasps> Two varies. It's pretty special. Yeah. Once again, it's that time of year. It is. It's 24 hour musical time. 24 hour musical time. So if you're not in Brisbane, Brisbane, Australia, or Queensland, or just if you're not in Australia. Okay, wow. If you're mm-hmm. not in Australia. If you're not in this continent right now. The chances that you're going to come and see the 24-hour musical project, a little bit reduced. Slim to none. A little bit reduced. So but that said, don't rule it out. That said, we're going to try and make this as entertaining as possible by providing some quick-fire facts about 10 fun musicals that you get to listen to. Yeah, it's a great time, guys. So this is a list, a cheeky list of 10. Yeah, this is, this is our top 10 list. And each day we'll, after this, we'll be knocking one off, not on this podcast, but on the 24-Hour Musical Correct. Project Facebook page and social media. Uh, we'll be knocking one off the list until finally, on the day of, we are left with two. And then we reveal which one it is and start rehearsing to perform the next day. So this is Zane C. Weber. I'm Zane C. Weber. Regular host. <laughs> and but director also of the 24-Hour Musical director Project. Director of the 24-Hour Musical Project. We also have... Miranda Selwood, producer of the 24-Hour Musical musical project and Izzy Radley assistant choreographer of the project and I'm Julia Eisentrager assistant director mm. we've also Tui is here she's our official mascot Tui Aww. is our official oh yeah, I said your name and you looked at me <laughs> <laughs> Tui's a puppy dog guys yes she is I'm not I am crazy but we will share we will take a photo of Tui with the with the placards so that we can share it on social media. Yes. You You're finally going to be famous. You're going to be a star, girl, a star. Okay, so let's kick things off with Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah, so we're going to do this in alphabetical order? I mean, no particular order, but alphabetical. Yeah, yeah. It is a very particular order, uh, but no particular order in relation to which show we're doing. You're not wrong there. So the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas is um, a book by Larry L. King and Peter Matteson with music and lyrics by Carol Hall. It's based on a story by King that was inspired by the real-life chicken ranch in L.A. Grange, Texas. So the best Chicken ranchers make the best musicals, don't they? <laughs> Funnily enough, they do. It's a pretty decent one. Um, it is about a uh, – it's set in the late 1970s and it's basically about a brothel. 
that is operating in Texas, in a, a fictional suburb in Texas. Um, and it it's basically we get to the point where it's proprietor, Miss Mona and all her girls – um, they're being turned on by a television celebrity kind of guy. He's kind of gospel, kind of crazy. <laughs> As all the best ones are. As yeah. all the best villains are, right? Little gospel, little crazy. Um, sh- and he decides, you know what, this this whole house has got to go. Um, Can't yeah. have it. I'm not digging Can't have it. it. We're not here. We're not about this. I'm not here for it. I mean, he wasn't there for it. But you know, Look at them. not a heart of gold among them. You know who was? Local sheriff, Ed Earl Dodd. <laughs> Real good friends with Miss Mona. Um, it's, they play bridge together? They do play bridge together, yes. Um, it's got some bangers in it. Bangers such. And songs as well. Hey, did wow. you just make a pun? It really wow. hurt me to do. But no one else was doing it. A whorehouse pun. Of all the puns you could make. <laughs> look at me like that. I'll look at you however I want. You're um, so sassy when you've got a dog in your arms. <laughs> She's a sass queen. It's my natural state of being. What are you talking about? Um, so ones that people may be familiar with is um, a little... A little old bitty piss ain't country place. Hard to say, easy to sing. <laughs> um, uh, 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 where's my favorite? Well, that's one of my favorite. And then we have the Aggie song. We've talked about this before in a Patreon only episode. Go find it. Great episode. This um, is the uh, the sports song. It's yeah? a sports song. Yeah. yeah, one of the very few sports songs that there are out there. Um, you've also got the sidestep, which when I saw it um, performed, <laughs> I like could not stop laughing. For some reason, just the way this song is choreographed makes me giggle. It's a side. It actually is a sidestep. Great times, great classic kids. <laughs> and then probably the song that's most famous outside of the musical um, is Hard Candy Christmas. Yes. And that is um, yeah, yeah. because of the movie version where Dolly Parton then released um, Hard Candy Christmas as a Christmas song on her Christmas album. Um, it, ha- it won Best Performance by a Featured Actor in a Musical – at the Tonys, I should probably say, and um, best performed by a featured actress in a musical at the Tonys, nominated for a bunch. Wow, of that, other that's ones a bit as well. of a sweep. It's not get bad. The, getting the acting ones. Thoughts on the movie? I love the movie. Good. It, it was my first exposure. <laughs> <laughs> it was my be- first exposure to Bessel Horse in Texas, and weirdly enough, this is one of the ones that I was allowed to watch, like Rocky Horror and a lot of just inappropriate movies for a child. Mm. Like I was allowed to watch Carry On movies and all that kind of stuff, but I was not allowed to watch the Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Hmm. Yeah. Oh well. You I, got to it eventually. I think. Well, I think it's just because they must. My because parents it has whorehouse I in the title. Lived, I think that is it. <laughs> I think that's how they skimmed the movies. I was allowed to watch. Absolutely fabulous. Great whorehouse in Texas. No. So um. Great songs. Great dances. Banger. I like it. All right. Um, so if they're going to listen, to I would a listen to the um, original cast album. Okay. Easy I, done. Yeah, I think it's probably the best. And best if you're doing research, also watch the movie. Can't yeah. hurt. Movies. It's not too different. Close, if not. The music is, is a little bit different, but the story's 
Yeah. Mostly there. Same, same. Um, so, alphabetically, our next show is Godspell. Godspell. I'm talking about Godspell. It is a musical composed by Stephen Schwartz with a book by John Michael. I'm going to say Tebelak or Tebelak. Uh, who knows? Um, so it opened on Broadway in 71, uh, but it has toured and been revived so many times. It actually started as a project by the drama students at Carnegie Mellon. Uh, and so they started uh, this off and then it moved to Broadway uh, and then to the La Mama Experimental Theatre Club in the East Village of Manhattan. Then it rescored and went off Broadway and then on to Broadway. Uh, so it is it's – it's not – a really narrative show. It's structured as a series of parables, mostly from the Gospel of Matthew. So it takes a lot of inspiration from the Bible and Bible stories and turning them into sort of like fun messages to give to its audience. So kind of like the Bible originally intended. Fun sure. Fun <laughs> messages of things you must follow. <laughs> but they're fun. That's great. Um, so, so I guess uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go through the uh, – Blow by blow of the plot. It's, you know, it's the Bible. Go go read the Bible. <laughs> You'll know what you're you doing. Know, it's yeah, Bible. basically, go read the Bible. <laughs> go read the Bible. Uh, For research purposes. <laughs> so there are a lot of great songs in the show. Uh, you'll probably know at least some of them, even if you've never listened to the show before. Uh, so the way of the there you go. Not the one I was thinking of. What were you thinking of? Um, oh, I always want to say we built this city. We built this city. Different show. Relevant. I have the f- like a five second memory. Um, what is it called? City. City of city of city. Just gold. I have the worst memory. City. I could be looking city. at like <laughs> this show. list right now. <laughs> I am looking at this list. <laughs> maybe it's not in Godspell. <laughs> I think maybe it's not. No, it is. It's the one that Hunter Parrish sings. Boom. It is, it is, it is, it is. We beseech thee? No. Beautiful I city. S- beautiful city. <laughs> the one with city in it, though. Uh, it doesn't have city. Well, that's actually from the Broadway revival. It's not in the it's original production. delightful, though. It is. It's a great song. Uh, so when you are thinking about doing research on Godspell, the uh, the recording that I would get you to listen to is actually the original cast recording. Uh, so beautiful. Meh. Well, no, with an addendum of Beautiful City. So listen to Beautiful City from the 2011 revival, but listen to uh, the original cast recording. It is they're, – they're both, they're both very comparable uh, and Beautiful City is a great song, as Julie said. Yeah, you know what? Better still watch it. Pop onto YouTube. Watch Hunter Parrish do it because he is a delight. He sure is. Um, <laughs> uh, Zane says with little enthusiasm <laughs> – I like Hunter Parrish. I'm just, you know, YouTube, who okay. likes it? Good um, Lots of people like YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm it's in the minority. I, I'll, I'll own that. Uh, so it didn't sweep at the Tonys. The only Tony that it was nominated for was Best Original Score uh, for Stephen Schwartz. But as we all know, he didn't win. Uh, That's and that okay, was in 1977. Oh, no, he didn't win for Wicked either, did no, he? No, he didn't. Uh-oh. Oh. Slow burns. 
<laughs> oh, Schwartzy. Oh, dear. Right. Is that what we have? That's all we have. Are we wrapped on the Godspell? That's all we have for Godspell. Well, next we will have hair. Talking of popular songs, hair yeah, was hair a well. phenomenon. Two in a row from Zancy Weber. Two in a row from Zancy <laughs> Weber. Hair, the American tribal love rock musical. That's a long time. Tribal. Tribal love rock musical. Love rock is hyphenated. Uh, it's not just a love rock musical. It's, it's a, a love, love rock, rock musical. It's a rock like made of rock. love musical. Uh, so it is, it's, and then it is described as a rock musical. Uh, <laughs> no um, one loves it anymore. No. Book and lyrics by uh, Jerome or Jeremy Ragney and James Rado. Uh, and music by Galt McDermott. That oh, is just yes. a whole bunch of fun names. <laughs> yeah, do we, easy to say. do we hear those names again? Am I just Ever. uneducated? Like, have they done a lot of other things? Uh, or is hair their thing? Uh, I mean, Here he's I am mostly the uh, Gold- read a song that goes, hair, hair, hair. <laughs> <laughs> Gold McDermott then. is best known for hair and that smash hit to Gentlemen of Verona. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Rado uh, is mostly just for hair. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so question answered. Nah, no, they haven't done anything. Yeah, else. so it's Negative. a product of hippie counterculture and the sexual revolution of the 1960s, and several of its songs have become anthems of, well, became anthems of anti-Vietnam war peace uh, movement. Yes. Yeah. So the musical's profanity, its depiction of the use of illegal drugs, its treatment mm. of sexuality and its irreverence for the American flag and its nude scene have caused much oh. comment and controversy over the show's... Uh, lifetime. So it broke new ground in musical theatre by defining the genre of rock musical. This was mm. the first rock musical. So, And then um, Andrew Lloyd Webber really jumped on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, what? To point out, though, the, the nude scene is not an everybody nude scene. It's often uh, just partial. Yeah, and you can you could like you different different iterations like of the optional. show. So this have is done definitely a scene for Zach Efron is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, usually yes. you see a lot of the guys kind of uh shirtless or wearing like a vest and 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 jeans. Um but oh. yeah, it's it's kind of that it had the reputation of crossing that line on Broadway. Right. Uh, um, so Right. With you. So there are a lot of huge songs in Hair and huge not just in that they've kind of stuck around but like huge names have uh, kind of latched onto them and released them. In 1970, uh, Age of Aquarius was the most played song in the UK. Because it's, awesome. it's a good yeah. song. It definitely is. Speaking as an Aquarius, <laughs> great song. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so uh, some of some of the artists Stop, that have twelve seconds have recorded uh, hair songs: Shirley Bassey, Barbara Streisand, Diana Ross. Uh, Good Morning Starshine was performed on Sesame Street. By Bob McGrath, who was in the cast oh. at the time. I was really pinning my hopes on a Muppet there. <laughs> well, with the Muppets. Which Muppet? Like the, the, the Sesame Street nude cast were there. <laughs> most of them are. The monsters are, are nude most of the time. We, of the they time. might take off their fur. We don't know. Oof. Ow. Uh. 
Sarah Brightman, Petula Clark, um, Liza Minnelli, The Lemonheads. Uh, so it, these songs have just been around forever. Um, if you are looking to research these songs, uh, I would suggest, let me find my notes, the 2011 uh, revival. Recent revival. Recent revival. Uh, that is the one that I am picking for you. <laughs> picking. Pick. For the quality of the sound recording. For the quality of the sound recording and the uh, and and just how like this show has came from a time when they invented the rock musical and so the recording techniques have come a long way since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds a lot better. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so the oh, – sorry, the 2009 Broadway revival um, or the 2010 West End revival, they're both pretty good, um, probably lean towards the Broadway revival. All right. Hair. Here, there and everywhere. (laughs) Good to know. Guys, it's late at night. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear that. Can't see me flipping the bird. (laughs) All right. Who have we got next? We have Hello, Dolly. Well, Hello, Dolly. 1964 musical. Music and lyrics by Jerry Herman. Gosh, he does some good stuff. He does. Bit of Jerry Herman in my life. Makes me feel good. Um, Based on Thornton Wilder's 1930s farce, The Merchant of Yonkers, which uh, tells the story of a strong-willed matchmaker at the turn of the century. Strong-willed. I like how they've put that. Willed matchmaker. Matchmaker. Dolly Levi travelling to New York to find a match for half-a-millionaire Horace Vandergelder. Um, it's an interesting little story with Dolly Levi at the centre. Um, turn of the century means fantastic costuming opportunities. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so many feathers. As opposed to hair where you just kind of wear jeans and nothing hair. else. Nah. This is feathers. <laughs> feathers, feathers and more feathers and a bustle with feathers. And some sequins. So many and some feathers. How many feathers are on the bustle? Um, I, actually, there's no feathers on the bustle. Yeah. Let's move on. Mm. Um, <laughs> Hello, Dolly won the Tony for Best Musical in its um, original iteration and also the Revival, Best Revival Tony Award winning. Um, won a bunch of other awards. We won't talk about them. They're important. Um, it's most famous for the Hello Dolly scene um, and in particular uh, the dress which Dolly Levi wears in that scene when she comes in, sings the Hello Dolly number with the all red. the waiters around the her. The red number. The, we- the red number. Um, Hello The Dolly. role of Dolly was made famous by, um, oh, God, is it Carol Channing? <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> I just suddenly thought Channing Tatum and I was that's not right. Wrong Would watch Channing. though. Would <laughs> what? Wrong Channing. <laughs> Wrong Tatum. <laughs> Channing. Channing Tatum. Anyway, um, Carol Channing. <laughs> um, uh, with her unique voice and performance, um, she gave Dolly Levi an extra kicker character, and everyone who's performed that character since has given her a, a quite a different but individual style. Yeah, so everyone who's approached her Barbara has kind Streisand of tried to switch it movie. around. Yeah, and more recently, Bette Midler. Yes, Bette Midler. Mm-hmm. And then to be Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, some <laughs> numbers that you might recognise, put on your Sunday clothes before the parade. 
passes by. We've got elegance. Do, do, do. Um, it only takes a moment, a beautiful ballad, which has been covered a few times. And, of course, Hello, Dolly. Well, hello, uh, Dolly. The recording I would recommend is the most recent Broadway revival with Bette Midler just because it's got Bette Midler in it. Worth it. Yes. Um, <laughs> but also the orchestrations are sublime and all of the dance breaks are full and gorgeous. Full and audible? Audible. Yes. yes. Absolutely audible. <laughs> so there you go. Hello, Dolly. Fun for all the family. <sighs> Hello, Dolly. What Love a delight. It. Also, we did a we've done Oh, we've done a Hello we Dolly episode. Hello so Dolly if you episode. Want more info. And it, we also reprised it not so long ago, so mm. it won't be too far back in the mm. feed. Uh, so, yeah, go back and listen to that if you want a more in-depth dive into the world of Hello, Dolly with one of Hello, Dolly's biggest fans. Biggest fans. The revival's <laughs> biggest fan. Yes. Um, so, again, uh, one we did a little while back and then recently reprised is our next musical, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Or That's a lot of words. The longest title in Broadway's history. <laughs> Let me have it on the way to perform. Now, I love How to Succeed because it's where the friendship of Julian Miranda sparked. <laughs> yes. Um, for other reasons. <laughs> also, it's Mainly a good that. show. but yeah. It's a great show. Such so, a witty show. Yeah. It is. So it's a musical by Frank Losser and a book by A. Burroughs, Jack Weinstock and Willie Gilbert. <laughs> Wow, Julie, okay. wow. This is based on Shepard Mead's 1952 book of the same name. So what we see in How to Succeed is a super ambitious young guy that is basically following a instructional book on pretty crappy things to do to succeed in business. <laughs> to cheat oh, to your succeed. way up the to ladder. To cheat your way up the ladder. So check well, out. <laughs> just not cheat your way, just kind of like – Find your way up the ladder without doing too much work. He doesn't have any of these skills, but and also somehow really cool dancers on the way. Yes, <laughs> really cool dancers. Goes from window cleaner to CEO, chairman of the board, chairman of the board, chairman, chairman of, the board. of the board, with visions of you know American the presidency president. bypasses yeah. the CEO entirely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, this has also had a relatively recent revival and it's also had a movie the the um, musical starring um robert morse and then robert morse carried through to the movie as well um check out his crazy eyes on google i said it the first time in the first episode i'm saying it again now there's some fun eyes some really <laughs> fun eyes it opened in uh, october 61 and ran for 1417 performances holy gosh Golly. It's a quality show. Gosh. Mm. Now, um, music you may know from it, the titular song. I am saying titular a lot recently. <laughs> You're welcome. The I'm titular song, How to Succeed. Um, Coffee Break, you may know. A Secretary's Not a Toy. Been a Long Day is often done outside yeah. of this musical. Rosemary, I Believe in You, which is, what would you call I Believe in You? The I Want Song? Uh, no, it's it's kind that of he sings the, for himself. Yeah, I it's want things for me. Song really kind of the eleventh hour song, isn't it? But it's Brotherhood like, of Man as well. Yeah, true. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um. So uh, the revival that you may know stars Harry Potter. 
Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter. As Harry Potter. <laughs> if you have, if you didn't see it, I don't know if you saw it. It's from as Harry magical. Potter as J.P. Is Harry Potter as J.P. <laughs> That's right. Um, but other people like Matthew Broderick have been it. My fave gal Megan Mullally played Rosemary at one point. Um, I would have loved to see that. Yeah. Oh, me too. More than anything in the world. Roger Bart was Bud Frump. Um, lots of big hitters over the years. Um, it won one. Okay, Tony Awards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven for the original. One. One. Yes, best musical, best author, best performance by a leading actor in a musical, best featured actor in a musical. <laughs> Good old-fashioned sweet. What I find funny is best composer was nominated. Frank Losser didn't win because he's a loser. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've had yeah. to sing Cinderella Darling like <laughs> I know. Stones. Um, Still. In 90, the 95 revival won um, leading actor. Um, and then again, the Broadway revival in 2011 won more Tonys. Like, sweepity sweep sweep. It's sweepity sweepity sweep sweep. If you were to um, seek out uh, something for the listening, I would suggest the original cast. Daniel Radcliffe doesn't tickle my fancy. You know who tickles my fancy less? Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, but it's not great. So, yes, original mm. cast recording would be my my pick. Mm. Robert Morse all the way. So, from something, you know, businessy, we move into something else. Businessy. Yeah. The pyjama game. Is the game we're in. Mm. And we're proud to be in the pyjama game. We love it. I Another think it still very counts. recent episode. <laughs> It isn't a recent episode, so if you'd like to hear uh, Lorraine Cooper-Fox, our support director for the project, right. talk pyjama game. Hint, uh, hint. Hand back Maybe. to listen to that. <laughs> a 1954 <laughs> musical based on the novel Seven and a Half Cents, which is the story that deals with uh, labour troubles in a pyjama factory where the workers' demands for a raise are going unheeded. But the power oh. of love will unite all <laughs> unions and the boss sort men. Of, yeah. Uh. Um, in the midst of which love blossoms between Babe, <laughs> the grievance committee head, and Sid, the new factory superintendent. Guys, does anyone else want to see the, the bananas in pajamas game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone has to be in a bananas in pajamas costume. Or Maybe. a teddy bear costume. Or a teddy bear costume. Or a rat costume. Um Music and lyrics by Richard Adler and Jerry Ross. Uh, this is uh, there is a movie of this starring Doris Day, which is very close to the stage production. Um, original production was directed by Jerome Robbins, with choreography by Bob Fosse. And again, this has won the Tony for best musical, and the more recent revival also won best revival. So loved it then, love it now. <laughs> the Pajama Game. Um, being a Fosse musical, it is most well known for its dance numbers. Um, mm. There's a few, Hideaway. yeah. There's a few that you wouldn't, might not know, come from the Pajama Game, like Hernando's Hideaway and Steam Heat, which mm. are both very famous Fosse numbers. Guess what? What? <laughs> I was on that episode a couple of weeks ago and I have already forgotten that steam heat. <laughs> oh I told you, 30 second memory, probably hey, less. You said five seconds. I think it's quite yeah. accurate. See, I yeah. forgot already. 
<laughs> um, also known from the show Hey There, which was a big pop hit in the 50s following the release of particularly the movie. Um, huge dance number, Once a Year Day, and I'm Not At All In Love. There's also some fantastic yodeling in the second act, which you want to watch out for. Um, for your listening pleasure, I recommend watching the movie because, as I said, it's, it's pretty accurate to the stage show. And uh, listen to... The original Australian cast recording, because why not? Why not? Tony Lamond as Babe. It's there to listen to. Good stuff. So why wouldn't you, <laughs> why is what you're saying. You? Yes. Mm. Well, factory, factory, what about Promises, Promises? Uh, well, another business one, shall we? Shall <laughs> we? Uh, I feel like we're just stealing all... The time away from Izzy. It's who's okay, just been... I'm coming up. <laughs> you just wait. Uh, so Promises, Promises is based on an Oscar-winning movie called The Apartment uh, where one man, a bachelor, has what all of his married colleagues want, an apartment that's quite convenient to the office in which they might carry out their act extramarital affairs without their wives learning of it. Mm. So this is a combination between Best Little Whorehouse and How to Succeed in Business. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, is the apartment called the Chicken Ranch? <laughs> no, the apartment is just called the apartment. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Close, <laughs> but not quite then. So um, it, was, it premiered in 1968 uh, based on this 1960 film, The Apartment. Uh, music by Burt Bacharach. Yeah. And lyrics by Hal David yeah. uh, and book by Neil Simon. So, you know, we've got all those right in there. Uh, and this is not this is the same Neil Simon that's not the Neil Simon that we think the Neil Simon is. <laughs> yes, this yes, is correct. the Neil Simon that passed <laughs> Which is recently. a throwback to another episode. Yeah, here. So American playwright, screenwriter and author, wrote more than 30 plays and nearly the same number of movie screenplays. Uh, so... Uh, this uh, most recently was revived with a pretty big cast. So it was originally going to be Sean Hayes and Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway? Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately Anne Hathaway had to... I don't think this is unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, she had to leave the project. Uh, and so um, Katie Finneran came on and she won the Tony for it. Uh, for the revival. Thank you, Anne. Yeah. She then had to leave due to pregnancy and was replaced yeah. by Saturday Night Live veteran <laughs> Molly Shannon. Um, I love Molly Shannon. Yeah. Uh, also, Kristen Chenoweth uh, was in, in the show from the very start. Molly Shannon. <laughs> and Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> I need to see this with my eyes. Uh, and. And, and <laughs> her mind. Uh, Brooks Ashmanskis, which is a great name to say, uh, and, and Tony Goldwyn, uh, the Burt Bacharach and David Songs, I Say a Little Prayer, um, is featured in there and a house is not a home, were added to the score for the revival. So what soundtrack should you listen to? If the you revival. wish to, you should listen to the revival. Hey. The 2010 revival. It is available on Spotify. This is the Sean Hayes, Kristen Chenoweth. You will oh. see. You'll see them because their faces <laughs> are smack bang on the on the front of the cover art. I uh, find it so difficult to listen to the soundtrack and not picture just Jack doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. As a one man show. 
<laughs> Bless his heart. But he is he's Singing very talented. Um, so the original Broadway production, uh, Jerry Orbach won for lead actor. Uh, it also won Best Featured Actress for Marion Mercer. Uh, and, but the revival only won uh, Best Featured Actress for Katie Finneran. Hmm. Okay. So that is Promises, Promises. I like it. Guys, can you hear that? Can you no, hear that? I can't hear anything. Uh, no. What is it? It's the sound of music. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I am Segway dumb. <laughs> sound of silence by Neil. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Sound of Music is a 1966 musical with music by Richard Rogers, lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein 2 and a book. Oscar Hammerstein 2 as well. That's or what it says. That's the second. Name. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, there's a lot in my notes here that I can't <laughs> read. So just enjoy me struggling through this. <laughs> and a book by Howard Lindsay and Russell Krauss. Cruz. Cruz. It is based on the memoir of Maria von Trapp, the story of the Trapp family singers. Who knew? Apparently everyone apart from me. <laughs> there was a real von Trapp family. Um, uh, I will say it again on air. There is a great YouTube uh, a YouTube clip of the real Maria von Trapp uh, singing uh, or teaching uh, Julie Andrews how to yodel and they do a bit yes. of a yodel sing together. I do um, wish all our audience was here while Izzy was hi. doing her homework <laughs> and <laughs> realising. <laughs> who knew? Anyway, okay, moving on. I can't say this name. So the real Georg. 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 That one. Von Trapp <laughs> did live with his family in a villa in Agen, a suburb of Salzburg. Agen? Yep, Agen. Sure. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote to the Nomberg Abbey in 1926 asking for a nun to help tutor his sick daughter and the mother, Abbess, sent Maria because his wife had died in 1922. Was that a thing? Could you just write to a nunnery and be <laughs> I like, need hey, you, I need a slave. Give me Can I have one of your nuns? Yep. Um, <laughs> yes, it was. For sure. <laughs> Lindsay, the, this says so. Lindsay and Krauss altered this story so that Maria was governess to all of the children, not just one, mm. whose names and ages were changed, as was Maria's original surname. The show, why? The show used Raina. To protect her identity. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole memoir. Mm. What they didn't count on was getting famous. Yeah. Um, the show used Raina instead of uh, another word I can't say. Maybe, Shara. maybe, maybe that's why they changed. Probably, it. <laughs> so everyone didn't just go. What is that? It's like what's Kirchnerberg? Kirchnerberg. Um, Rainer just rolls off the tongue. Mm. It does. I'm much easier than <laughs> the Von Trapps spent some years in Austria after Maria and the captain married, and was offered a commission in Germany's navy. Von Trapp opposed the Nazis by that time. The family left Austria after the Anschluss. Anschluss. That? I think that's the last word that I can't say. Okay. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> Going by train to Italy and then travelling on to London and the United States. To make the story more dramatic, Lindsay and Kraus had the family soon after Maria's and Captain's wedding escape over the mountains to Switzerland on foot because, you know, plausible. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. The How else are you going to escape? I know these mountains like the well, back of my hand or something. By train, <laughs> like the they quote. did in real life. The original. That's a lot less dramatic. <laughs> Not as exciting. Like, how will we ever escape? We'll By catch train. the two o'clock train. <laughs> Back your bags. The They'll never find us there. <laughs> On the they train. Wouldn't. Okay, sorry. Okay. Keep interrupting. Oh, no. The original Broadway production starring Mary Martin and Theodore Bickle opened in Names. 19- 
1959 and won five Tony Awards, including Best Musical, out of nine nominations. So that's pretty good going. The first London production opened at the Palace Theatre in 1961. This show is best known for songs such as Edelweiss. Yeah. Yes. Said it you right. know Edelweiss. <laughs> My favourite things, Climb Every, without the E in the middle, Mountain. Uri. Uri. Uri Mountain. Uri <laughs> Did we not mention it in <laughs> Texas? <laughs> and The Sound of Music. Um, the recording that we would recommend listening to is the 1999 Live Australian cast recording. Beware just searching for there are lots of my favourite things because <laughs> everyone has yeah. sung it. Yeah. Literally everyone. And yeah. weirdly. There's one recently. On their Christmas albums they oh, sing. Oh, yeah. The, um, that one gets stuck in my head. Like, Who was it? Oh, Ariana Grande? Really, I, I like it. It's dirty, but I like it. Oh wow! Joy. I know, I know. <laughs> okay. So the the 2009 Australian one you said. No, 1999. Ten years The other thing to watch out for is the stage show is quite different to the film in some ways, mm. uh, and even the order of the songs can pop around the place. So interesting. Yeah. So I guess I guess you can watch the movie. Like same with Promises, Promises. You can watch the movie. You'll get mm. something from it, but mm. the musical's a bit different. Yeah, I like to cheat with all my homework and watch the movie. If you Julie just watch the movie. Here, read Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> book There's a film. movie. Um, yes. BBC so. miniseries, please. Well, yeah. Yeah, but we're getting off track. Even What's our teacher was like, you can watch the BBC <laughs> Um, well, next on off cab off the rank. Oh, sorry, yeah. it's me. It's, it's you. It's with me. South Pacific. With South Pacific. That's I'm doing South Pacific, guys. It's another Rogers and Hammerstein. Cheers. Cheers. 1949, based on the Pulitzer Prize winning book Tales of the South Pacific. I don't know why they renamed it. It's about tales. <laughs> it's about a bunch of people in the South Pacific who have tails. No, uh, that's <gasps> that would be a good musical though. No, different, different. Sounds so, like uh, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein set out to write a show that would be financially successful and send a strong progressive message on racism. Some might say what that they are modern, racist. Some might say in a modern context that they didn't quite hit that mark. But at the time, they were trying. They were trying. Um, it was, oh, in fact, a critical that. success. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, it's okay. <laughs> Rogers and Hammerstein tried their best. I miss a lot of things. This is one of them. Um, <laughs> It was a critical success um, and uh, and a financial success. So tick those boxes, R and H. Well done. Um, won the Tony for best musical and best revival. That's yep. three for three out of my shows, guys. I don't know about you. Uh, I'm just being sassy, yeah. just throwing shade. How to succeed? <laughs> Calm down over yeah. there. All right, good. The plot centers on an American nurse, Nellie Forbush. 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 Nellie Forbush. Forbush. <laughs> stationed on a South Pacific island during World War II, who falls in love with an expatriate French plantation owner, who str- oh. but uh, she does struggle to accept his mixed-race children. And there are a few other relationships going on throughout the show. Just um, in <laughs> the minor characters. Um, great music in South Pacific. Bali. 
calling. Guys, if you thought getting to know you <laughs> was extended and dragged out, <laughs> wait till you hear Miranda's version <laughs> of Bali. Oh so irritating. Poor, I, love that I annoyed anyway. myself. <laughs> uh, you might... Enjoy a little more of I'm going to wash that man. Yes. Right. Oh, thank you, please. Right out of my hair. Um, yeah, that's Just a fun completely song. out of it. Some <laughs> Enchanted Evening is from South Pacific. Uh, Happy Talk and the best sailor dance that has ever been, apart from anything goes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like a dame. I've sung that a few times. There's nothing like a dame? Yeah. <laughs> Again, maybe it was progressive for the time. <laughs> yep. It's a little... Well, they were trying to. It is be, better when a group of women sing it. It's a strong yes. progressive message on racism, not sexism. That they, hadn't been conquered they, yet. They, they, we're well, still waiting. The show, not the song. Yes. I'm like, I don't think they mentioned race at all in that song. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. There are no books like a dame. Huh. What? There aren't. There aren't. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Anywho. Um, if you, uh, again, watch the movie, although a few differences to the stage show, um, it is a fun time though, that movie. Yeah. Isn't it a fun time? Anyway, uh, recording, let's listen to the original cast recording or you might want to pick up, if you can find it, the 2005 Carnegie Hall concert recording. With Reba McIntyre. With Reba McIntyre. <laughs> and that's just finding it as a joke, right? No, no. It's, it's a good Recording oh, of, but it's hard to find. Is it a country it's recording? It's just a little hard to find here. No, <laughs> so Rita okay. McIntyre is more than just a country singer, Julie. Yeah, okay. Julie. All right, don't look at me. It was only me that said it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your shindig. I'm done. What's next? Number ten. <gasps> the last. The one. last one. What is it? Sweet charity. <gasps> Sweet charity. Dun 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 dun. dun. Oh, Mm-mm. okay. No, <laughs> didn't enjoy that. No, I did. Okay. I'm so Sweet glad Charity. you all get to wear headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Charity is another 1966 musical. Who knew? With music by Cy Coleman, lyrics by Dorothy Fields, and books and a book by Neil Simon. It was directed and choreographed. Ah 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 ah! We found it. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, Neil Simon. Simon. Oh. It's the same Neil Simon. And we I did a recent episode we, on Sweet Charity. Sweet Charity yeah. is one of the the uh, again a uh, uh, recent episode. So if you mm-hmm. want to go back and listen, listen to, to it and hear um, our Neil Simon confusion, <laughs> yes. Okay. Mine, Miranda's Neil Simon. It was mine too. <laughs> it was. I feel like it was made famous for the direction and choreography by Bob Fosse. Yes. Starred his wife and muse, Gwen Verdon, alongside John McMartin. It was based on the screenplay for the Italian film Knights of, oh God, Knights of Cabiria. Yes, I'll take it. Okay. However, whereas Federico Bellini's black and white film concerns the romantic ups and downs of an ever hopeful prostitute in the musicals. <laughs> the central ca- Why are you laughing? Just <laughs> stating facts. I yes. know, but every time I hear the word ever hopeful prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there must be some out there. Anyway, in the musical, the central character is a dancer for hire at Times Square Dance Hall. The musical premiered on Broadway in 1966 where it was non- nominated for nine Tony Awards but only won one. Bob Fosse won Best Choreography. Yeah. Rightly As so. he should have. Yeah. 1986 Tonys, it then won some more. It won Best Revival, Best Performance by a Featured Actor in a Musical and Best Performance by a Featured Actress in a Musical and Best Costume Design did not win Best Choreography. 
because Bob Fosse didn't do that one. So, <laughs> so, so. take that if you're not Bob Fosse. <laughs> <laughs> it also wow. ran. <laughs> Also ran in the West End as well as having multiple revivals and international productions. It's been done a lot. Um, most recently in 2016 it showed off-Broadway and starred Sutton Foster as Charity Hope Valentine. Gosh, she'd be good in that role. Mm. 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 Julie doesn't much <laughs> like Sutton no. Foster. But, but even I'm Julie agrees. She's a bit old for it now. Anyway, okay. You can Nothing be an old prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Charity it doesn't, doesn't need to be it's young. ageless. Yeah, yeah she's that's true. Um, the musical was adapted for screen in 1969 with Shirley MacLaine as Charity and John McMartin recreating his Broadway role as Oscar Lindquist. Great movie. Um, Bob Fosse also directed and choreographed this film. So well done him. Mm. You could watch it. Go and watch it. Could. Should. Should. Will. Yes. Please do. <laughs> yeah. Best known for songs such as Big Spender. Da-da. If My Friends Could See Me Now and The Rhythm of Life, which is one of my yes. favourite songs ever. <sighs> it's yes. really hard not to sing it right now. I, 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 I gushed about that song on the episode, I think. We both oh, did. And I gushed best. about the rich man's frug, frug. which frug. I got into trouble for calling frog. frog. I don't know, like, oh, you not- see, I would have got that word right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, the recording awesome. I would recommend is the 2005 Broadway cast recording with Christina Applegate. There's a lot of choice out there. That's the best one. Yeah. We That's feel. the one that I listened to more, like going into that episode. Mm. I was like, oh, let me refresh uh. with some fresh. And this is Christina. one okay. <laughs> This is one where you can watch the movie yes, as definitely. well. It's it's pretty similar. Again, yeah. a few little changes. Yeah. yeah. Same director choreographer. Yeah. Um yeah, and so you, you really can watch appreciate the style of the oh, dance by watching the movie. So, so do that. Guys, that's our top. Ten. Do we want to run through? Yeah. From top, from top to bottom? Top to top bottom. Top to bottom. There was. Julie was at the top. The best little whorehouse in Texas, followed by. Godspell. Followed by. Hair. Followed by. Hello, Dolly. Followed by How to Succeed, then. The Pajama Game. And. Promises, Promises. With. The Sound of Music. And. South Pacific. Capping it off. Sweet Charity. That's it. That's, that's the 10. Excellent. That's the 10. That's the 10. So, so you our might cast get, is yeah. going to be doing one of those shows. One of them. And we, they don't know what don't. it is. I was going to say, we don't know we which don't you, know. but we do. We do know. Uh, but so they don't. And you don't. Nobody knows. I don't know. We know. You know. You've been working on the show. Have you? Oh, sure I hope I've been doing the right one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going to be an could interesting be year, guys. <laughs> Can we decide that each team was doing a different We could one? all just work on something yeah. different. Yeah, I think we've been doing something different. That would be totally, oh. totally great. I'd love to do that. That would be wonderful. <laughs> uh, breaking out in hives, <laughs> so maybe we should wrap this up. <laughs> all right, get your guesses in now. Go on. Do you want me to guess? I because do. I know. Like, no, you don't not, guess. Right. not you. Julie's talking to the audience. <gasps> okay. We have people that listen to this. Sure. A few, actually. <laughs> Hopefully all do. the people that we have cast and who are in the band because they have to start they studying have a this show. interest in this. Yes. Mm. Uh, please do listen to the recordings that we've recommended, watch movies, just really delve into it. Get to know these ten shows. Get on YouTube. Julie loves YouTube. She told us so earlier. I do like the, mm. the you of the two. Mm. Yes, yes, it's quite nice. And if you're listening from outside of Australia and coming to Queensland. Get flights, get flights now. To see the show is outside of it. your uh, ability. 
You can follow and figure out and just see what the project is about by following on Facebook, the 24-hour musical project. Um, on there, we will have like a whole bunch of like live content as throughout the 24 hours. Mm, that's of, always fun. Of people learning and people trying not to fall asleep. <laughs> cry. And, you mean cry. Um, trying to cry. All the wonderful food. Not everyone is crying. All the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the entire show. It's staggered. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of fun to follow the process, in, particularly yeah. in this last 10 days as we do the countdown each day and then during that 24 hours. Um, so please do jump online. If you're not part of the process here in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, um, Australia. and we would love to have you, you know, give us some feedback and join in. Um, or money, give us money. That's fun too. If you do want to give us money, you're welcome to. Um, you can check out the project on our website at www.24hmp.com um, or as Zane said, check us out on Facebook, if, particularly if you want to follow us for all those live feeds that we do during the 24 yeah, hours, yeah. which are unpredictable and can be quite hilarious. And if you're international, chances are they'll be coming out at the right time. Yeah, yeah. actually <laughs> a good time for you. Yeah. They won't be coming out at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I'm pumped. You're pumped. You're pu- everyone's pumped. I'm excited. It's going to so be a fun show. <laughs> All right. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Have a glorious day, night, whatever you choose. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns